two nights on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Two big wins over divisional opponents, and I give my three stars of the previous week on tonight's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, maybe not every day, but as often as I physically can. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and tonight's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginsOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. So I should explain this briefly. We didn't have a show Monday or Tuesday. I originally planned not to have a show on Monday because early in the morning I got my booster shot. And the reason I decided to get my booster shot on that day was because I had found out that there was not going to be any hockey games aside from the one at Pachanga Arena. But I knew that my Monday would be free because I wasn't working. And I had Tuesday off because I make no secret that I do work indoor soccer as well. And that event at Toyota Arena had been canceled because the ice got melted pretty much. Essentially, the ice melted, it got pretty much destroyed. So it took out all those events. So I was like, well, I mean, I have the week off. I may as well get the booster shot now while I have a chance. And while making the appointment, I decided, you know what? I may as well get the flu shot as well. I want to be safe during those times when I'll be working, you know, 24 days out of 31 days in a month where I'm working pretty much nonstop. So I said, yeah, let's get the booster and the flu shot combined. Yeah, that was a double dose of trouble because I was not feeling well, you know, Monday night. Tuesday just completely wrecked me. And even this morning, I'll come out and say it, I was not feeling well this morning. And I didn't think I'd be able to do a podcast today. But something about tonight's game... Hockey kind of has this healing power, and especially the last two games, the game against the Kings and the game against the Golden Knights. Hockey has healing powers. So I I loved watching every minute of, of both of those games, and we'll talk about them right now. Sorry to diverge there, but I'm going to try to get out as much as I possibly can. It will be a shorter episode than usual. We will have tonight's episode tomorrow will still be goals thursday and then we will wrap up the week on friday and i'll try to get out a bonus episode over the weekend if possible so yeah let's talk about tuesday's game even though i didn't watch it on tuesday night i still wound up watching it this morning and was kind of in disbelief as to what in the heck happened between the kings and ducks at staples center and in fact this was the final visit for the anaheim ducks at Staples Center. For those that missed it, Staples Center will now be known as Crypto.com Arena starting on Christmas Day. What a stupid name for an arena. It is Staples Center. It is not Crypto Arena. I will forever call it Staples Center. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, check out the Tuesday episode of Locked on Los Angeles Kings. But in the meantime, The big story on this one, and my big takeaway from this particular game, is that the Ducks really miss Ryan Getzloff, but the youths stepped up. And you know what my takeaway is pretty much every game. Let the kids play. 
This was very evident on Tuesday night because with about 10, it was about 10-18 left in the first period where Ryan Getzloff went down in a heap and he ended up having a lower body injury. It was an apparent ankle injury. So Getzloff was having some trouble getting off the ice. It turns out that he had to miss the rest of the game. So with Getzloff out of action, you had Sam Steele step up on that first line and you also had Trevor Zegris. In fact, for a little bit, Zegris was double shifting, where he was shifting for both the second line and the first line. So it, I imagine it was tough for Dallas Eakins to maneuver around that. But Zegris got some heavy playing time, especially in that second period. First period, not much happened except for Getzloff's injury, where he was out for the rest of the game and, in fact, is still day-to-day. Spoiler alert, he was also out for tonight's game as well but anyway second period is where things started to get a little bit fun where Troy Terry decided you know I'm going to take advantage of the Kings sleeping on defense and the Kings decided yeah we're just not going to play defense they fell asleep Troy Terry went in unassisted and scored his 14th of the season making it one nothing Kings then Ayafalo scored taking advantage of Jamie Drysdale being caught flat-footed on defense, making it 1-1. But Kevin Chattenkirk's goal to make it 2-1, that was a mistake by Jonathan Quick, and that's one that he will want back. I think what happened was Quick did not quite see the release point of Kevin Chattenkirk's shot. And in fact, Shaddy shot the puck between the defender's legs, so that made it 2-1. Then guess what? The Ducks scored on the power play once again, that power play is clicking these days. Cam Fowler scored his fourth of the season on the power play, making it 3-1. Then Isaac Lundestrom, only 30 seconds later, made it 4-1. Then Adrian Kempe scored. Kempe, oh no. But then it got really interesting after the Kempe goal, because only 20 seconds later, Grunstrom nearly made it 4-3 to three in favor of the Ducks. So we almost had back-to-back goals within 20 seconds. Grundstrom tipped it with a high stick, and at first it was called a goal. But immediately, Coach Egan said, no, that was a high stick. We went to video review, and sure enough, it was deemed a high stick. The Ducks could not get control of the puck. Therefore, it was a no-goal Played with the high stick. Game goes on with the score of 4-2. And it felt like the Ducks dodged a bullet there. Well, they dodged that bullet. But then late in the third period, Alex Iafalo caught Drysdale sleeping once again. That made it 4-3. So Drysdale was immediately benched. And then Dustin Brown, only 26 seconds later, tied things up on a sloppy rebound. Gibson probably could have had better control of that. The Ducks could have had better control of that. Uh, The defense was just discombobulated at the time. Only one defenseman was down there helping on the rebound. And Dustin Brown put it away. So that made it a 4-4 tie. Yeah, that, that was a bad one. And then we went to overtime. Yes, we had overtime on last night's game. And, whew. That, that was something else. We nearly, nearly had the game end in overtime. With 105 left in overtime, Cam Fowler nearly won the game on a backhanded shot, but it just went off the goalpost. 
it went right past Quickie, but off the goalpost, oh man, that was, that's as close as it got. So that kept things tied in overtime. We went to a shootout. In the shootout, Leas Anderson scored first for the LA Kings. Shory Terry um, missed the shot. Kempe missed it wide of the net. And then it was Trevor Zegris with a filthy backhand where he elevated it just enough, just north of Jonathan Quick. So that made it a 1-1 tie in the shootout. After Kopi missed a shot, Kevin Shattenkirk, a nice wrister, won the game for the Anaheim Ducks. Oh man, what a freaking game. The Anaheim Ducks went on to win 5-4, getting that extra point. They were 1-2 for two on the power play, but the way they stuck through in overtime, you know what, to be honest, they looked good in overtime. Particularly, the kids looked good in overtime. You know what I'm going to say. Trevor Zegers, he had two very excellent shifts in overtime. I even thought Sonny Milano had a really good shift in overtime. And putting Raquel out there with Zegers in overtime, out there with Cam Fowler, that's what made that chance nearly go in. That's where Fowler nearly won the game, was that shift out there with Raquel. It was Raquel and I think Sonny Milano. So that was the victory. That was a good win for the Anaheim Ducks. And they made their last visit to Staples Center a memorable one. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Primal Origin Oils. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Most companies focus on fragrance first and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Once again, use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at Primal originoils.com and this show was also brought to you by Built Bar and Christmas is right around the corner and there are so many flavors to choose from. Myself I'll come out and say it I ordered some Built Bars recently. I actually ordered mostly some Built Boost because the holidays are coming and you know flu season is upon us maybe you need some Built Boost to keep you going and hey there's those delicious Built Bars where they have all these special flavors coming out just in time for the holidays. So if you need that extra fuel to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers, then head over to Built.com because it's the season of peace and love. So head over to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, 
you got to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. The ones that I just ordered that I cannot wait till they get here. I got some white chocolate cheesecake Built Puffs. I'll try that out next week. Once again, that's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, so I talked about that game. Wednesday's game, or tonight's game, my big takeaway was let the kids play. I think that's my takeaway pretty much every game. We did see Troy Terry on that first line with Sam Steele instead of Ryan Getzloff and Adam Henrique. Now, I did mention that Ryan Getzloff is considered day-to-day. That's as of right now. We still do not know what his status is for the next Ducks game against the Calgary Flames. But as of right now, we had that line. First period, not a whole lot happened in that first period. I mean, we had some some good action back and forth. The Ducks had some pretty decent shots on goal, but nothing really happening there. Uh, my big takeaway for that first period was the Ducks had the betterment of the chances. And there were some great shifts there with Trevor Zegers, Ricard Raquel, Sonny Milano. They looked impressive pretty much every shift on this game. Second period, it was that first line that did the damage. Sam Steele, his first apple of the season. And guess who got the primary apple on this one? Jamie freaking Drysdale. That was his ninth apple of the season. And Troy Terry with his 15th goal of the season. That's a team-leading 15th goal of the season, making it one nothing Ducks. Then Ricard Raquel. Ricky got in on the action, making it 2 nothing. Then Vegas decided, yeah, we're going to come back. Carrier got his third of the season. Then Josh Manson and Hampus Lindholm, they each scored goals. Okay, so far so good. The Ducks are winning 4-1. to one. They have a huge outburst of goals in the second period. And they almost went into the locker room thinking, wow, we could be up possibly 5-1. to one. Because they went on a power play to finish the period. So I really sat there thinking they could really be up 5-1 right now. But then Vegas happened. Zach Whitecloud got a shorthanded goal with about 11 seconds left on the clock. Just past Anthony Stolarz. That made it 4-2, to two, and I thought, oh boy, this power play did not look good. Hampus Lindholm tried too hard to swipe at a 50-50 puck and just missed. So that was pretty poor execution on Anaheim's part. There was even worse execution on the following power play right at the start of the third period, where Trevor Zegras tried to do too much instead of just dumping the puck in. He went in on a one versus three, and Mark Stone swiped the puck away from Zegras, passed it to Matthias Janmark, and that made it four to three Anaheim Ducks. Two, two short-handed goals within two minutes of each other. That is the kind of thing that will drive your coaches absolutely berserk. First, you had that poor decision by Hampus Lindholm. Then you had that worst decision by Trevor Zegras. Now, like I said, Zegras had played a very good game up until that point. He's still a rookie. He's still young. He's only 20. Those are rookie mistakes. Those are going to happen. They need to happen less often, 
but they're still going to happen. And he's still learning the game. And he's still learning how to function on that side of the power play. So, you know, there's some growing pain still. But nonetheless, that doesn't mean that he had a fantastic rest of the game. In fact, he kind of made up for that a few minutes later as he had pretty much a perfect pass to Sonny Milano who had a great cross ice pass to Jamie Drysdale who put this one away. Poor Robin Leonard was beat on this one. He was already down and out and tried a desperate flop save even though he was already beaten. So Drysdale got his third of the season making it 5-3 Anaheim Ducks. Then Vegas goes on the power play. Max Pacioretty scores. And then Isaac Lundestrom, he got his own shorthanded goal because Vegas was on a power play and they went six on four. Riley Smith did score in the power play late. Those are all the goals, six to five, but there was a lot of action on this game. There was all the power play goals, two of them for Vegas, three, three shorthanded goals. This was a wacky game for special teams. The Knights were two for four. The Ducks were 0 for 3, including giving up two short-handed goals. That is very unlike the Ducks this season. In fact, they're sort of slinking back into some old habits once again. Hmm. These are the same old habits that we saw with Dallas Eakins. You know, no, I'm not going to finish that thought because I don't want to get in trouble. But the assistant coaches have made a huge difference and I bet Coach Ward and Coach Stuthers were scratching their heads after those two shorties. And they've got some work to do. Even though the Ducks did get two big victories, they've got some work to do on special teams. They've got some work to do in the neutral zone or getting into the offensive zone. But I'm not going to disregard the fact that these are two important victories. And they got these victories in spite of the little mistakes. Giving up five goals to Vegas, I wouldn't say that's necessarily bad. Vegas is still a good team. In fact, this is only the fifth time, fifth time in franchise history that they've beaten Vegas. So this could have been their one win per season. I hope not, but it felt really good to beat those dorks. It felt so, so good to beat those dorks. All right, we're going ahead into the second intermission. And then I will give my three stars for the week and we'll wrap up. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, which has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march for the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. And baseball's dead to me. But we have basketball, football, NHL is in full ice mode right now and of course you have the nba in full court pressure bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet at all your favorite sports so go to bet online right now to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code locked on once again betonline.ag use promo code locked on to get a 50 percent welcome bonus betonline.ag is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back 
to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on this special Wednesday night episode of Locked On Ducks. So this will be a nighttime episode, and then tomorrow afternoon we will have Goals Thursday once again recapping and talking about the San Diego Goals. And then we'll be back Friday with our regular podcast. All right, so before I get into my three stars... With the Ducks' two victories over divisional opponents, this is very important to point out. These are divisional opponents. The Ducks right now have 29 points, third in the division. They have Calgary coming up. Calgary's only two points ahead in the standings. So if the Ducks can somehow beat the Flames on their next game, that could be big. That could be big for their confidence that could be a big boost for their team. Maybe, just maybe, they can creep up to that number two spot right behind Edmonton, who, by the way, looked really good Wednesday night as well in their massive victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, so I had I had these written out already, so this was done. I just want to give my three stars from the previous week. This was the week ending on November 28th. My first, so this week I'm going to do a goalie, a forward, and a defenseman because it's been pretty forward heavy recently and I want to give some love to everyone else. My goalie for last week is someone who had a pretty good performance and this was Anthony Stolarz. Anthony Stolarz did get his first shutout of the season in impressive fashion and I've always been a fan of Anthony Stolarz. He's always one of the nicest guys out there. Uh, He did have what I thought was one of the best performances of the entire season. Anthony Stolarz is the current backup goaltender for the Anaheim Ducks. The 27-year-old got a shutout versus the Ottawa Senators, but then again, everybody beats the Ottawa Senators. Well, tell that to the Los Angeles Kings. Los Angeles couldn't shut them out. Well, yeah, that's because Los Angeles has two goaltenders that are they're, they're okay. I mean, quick isn't the quick he used to be. And Cal Peterson is pretty decent. But Anthony freaking Stolarz stopped all 34 shots, even though he only played one game during that stretch. I have to give Stoli my number one star for the week. My number two star. This one, this one was very tricky, choosing a forward, because there was a few forwards that I really, really thought deserved stars. But I'm going to give it to someone that hasn't really gotten that many stars or not much praise on this program. And this is not for any reason. But I'm going to give it to Ricard Raquel. I don't want to say he's been unnoticed, but he's been unnoticed by comparison to Ryan Getzloff, in comparison to Troy Terry, in comparison to Trevor Zegris, in comparison to Sonny Milano. And I almost gave it to Sonny Milano. In fact, I wrote down Milano slash Raquel. And I have reasons for both. But instead of going Milano, I'm going to go Raquel on this one. Here's why. Raquel had four points, two goals, two assists. He looked very impressive in that win versus the Ottawa Senators. In fact, I would say he was the driving force in that game versus the Ottawa Senators. So I just got to give him some love. And he also kind of kept the Ducks in it on one of those other games. It was a game against the Nashville Predators. It was only a one-goal loss, but Raquel helped keep the Ducks in it. So I'm going to give Raquel my second star. And my third star of the week, 
I have to give it to a defenseman of some kind. And I decided that I'm going to give it to Jamie Drysdale. Or as I call him once in a while, Jamie freaking Drysdale. He's only 19 years old, but this kid is impressing everybody. He did have an impressive game against the Colorado Avalanche. Had a great goal against the Predators. I would say that Drysdale is one of the more up-and-coming stars in the National Hockey League. He also, for my money, had one of the most impressive defensive outings on one of those games where he prevented a two-on-one breakaway from happening. And on another case, there was a two-on-one breakaway and he risked his body to avoid the centering pass on that two-on-one breakaway. And he saved a sure goal. So those are my three stars once again. Stoli, Raquel, and Drysdale. That will do it for tonight's podcast. Once again, thank you guys so much for the kind messages. It was... This was a little bit more low energy than normal. But I just wanted to get an episode out there. Because I think these two games were too important to not... I mean, they were too important. I couldn't not talk about them. They were two of the biggest wins for the Anaheim Ducks this season. And these two wins tell me maybe these Ducks are actually for real. But Friday's game is really going to be a true test of that. So we'll see what happens after that game. So once again, just thank you all so very much for sticking with me and sticking through this. A reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. I promise I'll have a little bit more energy on tomorrow's podcast. But yeah, meanwhile, Ducks are in a playoff spot right now. Third in the division, looking very, very good. Also, thanks for making Locked on Anaheim Ducks your first or last listen of the day. And don't forget to make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q. And hey, make Locked on NHL your third listen. Western Conference Wednesdays usually hosted by Jess Balmasto and Sarah Avampado. So check that out as well. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a good evening. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. (laughs) 